Dungeon Radio Show. No COVID Dungeon Radio Show. This is No COVID Edition Double Dungeon of uh, April 10th, yeah. 2020. Ooh. No COVID. No coronavirus. All right, we'll stop mentioning it then. No COVID. <laughs> Cut it out. Hey. Hey. Not funny. Let's get on with the show. So, uh, no COVID this time. No coronavirus. None of it. We're not talking about that this episode. We're not. You're right. I, uh... Cut it out. I have a list of topics. Okay. This is going to be the least categorized and most off-the-cuff show I think we've ever recorded. All right, so this might be the first and the last time we do this. We'll see. If you like this, maybe you can give us a call. I, I could do a better job next time where I categorize these a little better, but uh, for now we're gonna just <laughs> we're gonna just roll with it. Let's see what happens, right? Roll with it, yeah. Let's go. So I'm very excited. What about? We were able to replenish our coffee selection. Oh yeah. Unrelated to anything that's going on in the world, uh, so we have seven <laughs> seven ten ounce Bustella sacks. That's gonna last us like two months, right? I'm Maybe. really, I, I'm not sure, but I'm very excited about it. I was really, like, as soon as you got back from the store and you were like, I'm, showed I'm, us me the coffee, I was like, oh my gosh. I'm excited because I'm trying something else too. I put, okay. I put a slap of whiskey in this coffee and it doesn't taste very good, but actually it tastes fine. But people, <laughs> it's Irish coffee. People do that, right? I, I'm not sure. It's I like mean, yes, thing. absolutely yeah, yeah. people do it, but, but I don't know. I don't know what's in a Doesn't Irish all coffee. the alcohol just burn off? Cause it's so hot. The coffee. Maybe your coffee's too hot. No, coffee's supposed to be hot. And alcohol alcohol uh, boils out of liquid at a, a lower temperature than water. All right, so then there's got to be some positive to this. There's some trick here. It tastes good, though. It tastes like... Oh, so now it tastes It tastes good. like... Well, it's it's like kind of gross, but kind of good. It, but kind of <laughs> gross, but kind of good. It's it's like it's like two of my favorite flavors together for the first time. Ooh. So. Anyway, it tastes, it tastes all right, but I'm I'm very excited about all of our coffee. We Me have too. coffee for days now. Coffee for days. I'm gonna I'm gonna be drinking no water, just coffee for the next two months. I know mean, you should drink some water too. Uh, we were talking earlier to some friends of ours, and I remembered that at one point in the '90s, Little Caesars Pizza was giving out prizes with their pizzas for kids. It was great. So we used to get Little Caesars Pizza every once in a while. We mostly got pizza from Famous Pizza, which was kind of farther away from our house. But every once in a while, we get pizza from Little Caesars. This is back when I believe they were the ones that had the Bigfoot pizza, which was a giant square or rectangular pizza that was enormous. It was really big. Um, And they would give you the kid's prize would come in a paper sack that was separate from the pizza. Okay. Like the delivery guy would just slap one on top and that was the end of, and then he would just deliver it. And it was yeah. these little pieces of plastic that like, there was a little Frisbee with the little, little Caesar guy in the center of it. <laughs> okay. And there was like a little boat and a whistle. And we, we had a few of them. Um, but it, it, it's super weird to think about a pizza place giving out prizes now because yeah, nobody does it. I haven't so, heard of that. Yeah. 
It was it was cool when it, oh there was like a little stuffed little Caesar guy that they used to give out too. I remember oh, a lot of people had that. That's a lot funny. Of, a lot of people had that little Caesar guy. Yeah, we so. didn't have little Caesars here. What do you guys have here? When I was growing up. Yeah. You just uh, had pizza places, right? Like, yeah, regular local pizza places. Like, when you guys were doing school pizza lunch, did local, you ever do that? It was just pizza. a local pizza. Yeah. Wow. When it was school pizza Little lunch Robins. for us. For us, it was um, Blackjack Pizza, which is the cheapest pizza place in Denver, which is a chain. And um, Rod Smith, the Denver Bronco great, was their ad guy for forever. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's still their ad guy in his 60s. Okay. And... Uh, he used to do commercials where he was like, I'm not just their spokesman. I love this pizza. And he would eat the pizza. And you you would believe that he probably liked it. They used to use the, their sausage was like especially hamburger-y, like chunky, okay. big hamburger chunks. Um, but yeah, that's what we used to get when we would have a pizza day at school. Nice. So it was cheap. It was extra cheap. Blackjack pizza. Wow. Anyway. We had Little Robins. Ah, ah. <laughs> Little Robins. Where's Little Robins? That was on, um, that was across the street from my house. It was on uh, York and 78th. Yeah. Is it still there? It's a different, well, it's, it's been a few different pizzerias since then. I'm not sure what, what it is now. Probably use, some other. Do they use real pizzeria. cheese or palm oil hydrogenated in casein or whatever that <laughs> cheese know. was yesterday? I haven't been there since, uh, I don't, 2003. So speaking of Denver Broncos greats being a football player, yeah, I have a football topic. As you know, uh, Tom Brady is moving to Tampa Bay because he got kicked out of the Patriots finally after all these years. However you want to put it. Yeah. Well, they didn't want him back. He wanted too much money. And also he's got, apparently he's got a bunch of weirdos that hang out with him that are his like medical staff that are weird science stuff that's not a real science. I can't think of the name of it offhand. But they're people who are very insistent on him doing certain things that are not accepted by general science. You know about, you don't know about this. I have never heard of this before. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of it, but he's like into all this weird stretching and stuff that is not accepted by mainstream science. Uh, um, I mean, and he has these trainers that are very insistent on them doing certain things and not allowing him to do other things. So he's kind of a pain in the butt. I'll put it that way. Um, he wins, right? No. Oh, I mean, when when you are cheating every game, <laughs> it's easier to win. Uh, wow. Anyway, so Tom Brady is going to Tampa Bay, and he filed the uh, trademark for Tampa, Tampa Bay and also Tampa, Bay. Tampa and Brady. Yeah, Tampa Brady. Both of those are terrible. Yeah, but they're going to sell so well. You think they will? I think they will. I think oh, if man. I think if that if the team does, you know, like wins at least a little bit, they don't even have to do well. Then with him, I think they're going to sell very well. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. I just picture people Photoshop this online a lot, where people's face is like smushed on their face, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm picturing is Tom Tom Brady, but with a face that's the size of a dime. <laughs> Tampa Bay, that's terrible. You think he's going to win anything? You know the only what do you mean, there's anything? only there's only one quarterback in NFL history that has won a, a Super Bowl with two different teams. Um, that's that's yours. That's um, Peyton Manning. Not your with personal. With the Denver Broncos and the Indianapolis yeah. Colts. I was yes. I was gonna get his name in a second. Anyway, I don't I don't <laughs> yeah. think he, I don't think he has it in him. I think that really? he is. I think he was being held up too much by the cheating. Daily double. I didn't even mean to play that one. I, I'm glad you did. <laughs> Uh, I like it. I wanted to talk 
quickly about our collection of blow mold lamps. We have a lot. This is how desperate for content we are. <laughs> You're about to vomit, it looks like. You're laughing so hard. This is really random. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about the, the blow mold lamps that I have a collection of. So I have this lovely Santa that is from the 90s. He is a Santa blow mold lamp that is about three feet tall. It's it's we're trying to cover anything except for the thing that we're not supposed to cover today. So. I know I'm not making fun of you. It's just like I I see how serious you were about it it being you know stretch topics. Yeah, I'm, I'm really stretching. Uh, we have a lovely little ghosty that's holding a pumpkin and a skull. He's some kind of yeah. Halloween decoration. That's Very my favorite. Cute. He's my favorite one. And I say that knowing that you bought me this next one I'm going to talk about, which is the light bulb, a giant light bulb blow mold, which is fantastic. And then we also have um, the cat that's jumping out of a pumpkin. Yeah. Which is also like three and a half feet tall. Um, that one's pretty good. That one I had to, when I found it, it was outside of like a punk house and it was covered in graffiti, all kinds of graffiti all over it. And so I had to get um, Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and I erased all the graffiti off and made him look it good again. It was worth it. Yeah. He looks great. Uh, I like that he's kind of like resting his, his, hand, his face in his palms. <laughs> yeah. We used to have that creepy rabbit. We had a creepy Easter yeah. bunny, which I wanted to cover. The reason that I was bringing this up, and I covered it, I think, on a previous show, is that there's yes. a, a house in this neighborhood that has the creepy rabbit blow mold lamp. And you found it today, and we we re... Oh, I haven't yet, but I'm going to I'm gonna share the post that shows on, all the creepy rabbits on, on Instagram. Instagram, our yeah. Instagram, which is double dungeon... For you. For you on four, Instagram. Number four, letter U, yeah. On Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Um, I'll share so if the you photo. So if you want to see the creepy rabbit that I was so creepy that I had to get rid of it because it was creeping <laughs> me out every time I'd go to the bathroom, uh, you can look <laughs> on there. Wow. He was really creepy. His little eyes, his, you can see his entire, like, iris. It's it's a big circle. It's the, creepy. This picture's great because the people who haven't, it's not just one, like Rafa mentioned, one of the There's prior like six episodes. Of them, right? Yeah, there are a few of them. And, and like you said, they're wearing the... Um, Special accessories that you'll special have to, accessories you'll have to see. that are related to something that we're not talking about yeah. this episode. So, Adi, we'll see it on our leave Instagram. it alone. Leave it alone. <laughs> I wanted to mention that they are trying to kill off the post office yet again, as yeah. they always are. I hate them for that. So, the post office, I don't they, know if people them. know this, but it's, it's actually part of the Constitution that we have to have a post office. And so, whenever people say, oh, the post office is losing money, guess what? Suck it up. It's in the Constitution. We have to have a post office. Yeah. Um, when Trump says that the shipping, com- uh, the companies like Amazon are abusing the post office, he's actually correct. Cause what they do is a cost benefit analysis where they figured out that in order to ship, for example, Amazon does delivery to our cabin, which is in the middle of nowhere in Montana. They do delivery up there. Amazon does, yeah. but it's not them delivering it. They, they do a cost benefit analysis and realize, okay, well we can get it to here. And then from there on out, the post office has to deal with it. And so there's this weird back and forth where private business is constantly trying to put the post office out of business so that they can have more business, but then they're also abusing them to make more money. Yeah. So areas they don't want to go because it'll cost them more. Exactly. It's it's uh, another bad thing that they did, which I believe we've covered before, is that they made them pre-fund all of the retirement benefits for any new employees. Yeah. We, yeah. 
So they're whenever anytime you hear them saying that the post office owes money or is hemorrhaging money, it's because of these weird rules that Republicans in the nineties and eighties came up with in order to make it look like they're losing money constantly. Oh, good. Yeah. So I do think that Amazon should be required to pay extra for delivery to these extreme locations. Like getting a you can get a, a stove delivered up to our cabin, which is sorry, I'm trying to think, twenty eight what's fourteen times three? 28, 42? 42. 42. It's like 42 miles from the nearest big enough city that Amazon would deliver to. And they'll deliver it all the way up there. For yeah. The post office will. It's ridiculous. So Post office, yeah. They post do everything. Office. Yeah, they're great. And we should fund them and feel happy about it. Why does every full moon feel like it has a name now? Some special name? Have you noticed this? I mean, like... Like, hey, wait, I got a list here. Okay, I'm they ready call it, for Okay, this. okay, it's a super moon. It's a pink moon. It's a harvest moon. It's a worm moon. It's a double wolf moon. I don't, they, they come up with like a, <laughs> some name for every single full moon now. Maybe we, we just never realized it. Maybe it's just being marketed. The moon, I, I, the moon has is, got a marketing team no, now. No, this is, what I think is that the weather ch- people are so starved for content for their show content that they're coming up with oh well re- do some research oh okay they call it the worm moon when it's some random weird moon and like blue moon okay i know what a blue moon is that's when it's a full moon twice in a in a month correct i actually don't know what a i blue believe moon that's is. correct what a blue moon is <laughs> you caught me um that makes sense okay announce when it's a blue moon <laughs> when it's an eclipse a lunar eclipse i want to see it tell me tell me about that when it's a worm moon, i don't even know what that means when it's a wolf moon i don't know what that means well, maybe you, you just, would if you, you just, cared you just made this up it doesn't mean anything makes me i want to know now i want to find out well email you can us. be our you can be our moon our moon person or you can email oh, us double dungeon at oh, hotmail.com i can be the moon correspondent you're like the weather girl except moon related wow all right sounds good So a study came out today that says that people who do not vote for either party or in general are not what we are constantly told they are by people in the media and pundits. Um, We are constantly told that people who abstain from voting are privileged white people. I don't understand this, but I've heard it actually before, that they are people who are privileged enough not to have to fulfill their duty to vote. Be, they have the they have the privilege of not having to vote. That's not what ha- what's happening. According to this study today, the vast majority of people who do not vote are low income minorities who are disenfranchised by both parties and feel that neither party is actually serving their interests. So, next time you're about to tell somebody that they have to vote for your specific party or else they're making the other side win. Mm. Maybe think about the fact that you are the one that has the privilege in this conversation. Yeah. So it, I, it, it's sad to me that it took a study for people to realize that this is what is going on. <laughs> um, so, Adi, as you know, we are the number one Tiger King slash Prince slash Cubby Tech slash Blow Mold Lamp podcast radio lawn station on, on the internet and lawn chairs and lawn chairs well i don't want to take it away from him from doesn't have a radio Brian show Ropar. oh he doesn't have a, he's he doesn't have a radio show anyway. an homage okay yeah so we're the number one all of those things combined uh so tiger king news okay um 
an interview with Carol Baskins, who you know well, because you've written her many letters. I've seen you writing them. You're, no, I haven't. You have the newspaper and you're snipping out letters no, one by one. No, that's not true. <laughs> uh, she had an interview today and she okay. said that she is receiving a lot of death threats. They're receiving a lot of people milling about the park. They are capturing on their closed circuit TV. Yeah. And she says that she's had a lot of drones flying over the park. Um, like with video cameras. Um, she she says that the Humane Society has come to her um, backing and said that she's doing a fantastic job and that nobody treats big cats better than she does. And so um, we need to just all have step back. That? And Yeah, that was the Humane Society. So uh-huh. um, we need to just leave her alone. Also, her park, they said in the interview, uh, raises over two, $2.5 million a year, and she only takes a salary of $65,000. Mm-hmm. Her husband, for some reason, gets paid $75,000 as the treasurer. She's the CEO, but he's the treasurer, and he's making more money for some That's reason. unusual, but, you know, maybe he has more uh, Wait, weren't work you, experience. Didn't you see a job posting for a CEO that was like $45,000? The range was forty-five to 55000 yeah. What is that? Is the CEO well, of a junkyard? What do no, you... No, it it's a small nonprofit. I realize that the salary range is probably such because um, you don't, they are only like three employees. So it's a really tiny organization, but then it's still it's still weird though to that's not very and, high yeah. and attract. I would I would recommend that they change the title to get the right to actually attract people who will work in that salary range salary range and be able to run an organization that small. But you know, I don't know either. CEO is going to attract people who are expecting a lot more. All I right, think. we got to get a move on because otherwise we're going to go way over half an hour what? with all my crazy <laughs> topics. Okay. Um, so Izzy got a switch as I reported yesterday. Yes. Uh, she has animal crossing. Now they are playing it. Apparently there's a mode where two people can play at the same time, which sounds great. Oh, and wow. only, only one person can affect the game, I guess. Um, she's working on getting her Nintendo account so that she can go to travel to other islands. So this is just an update for Andrea, basically, who also okay. has this game. Yeah. Um, this is your personal report within this show. Wow. I wanted to talk real quick about Maggi sauce, which is the Polish condiment, which is basically Polish soy sauce. Uh, oh, so is I made follow up. Yeah. So we were talking about it the other day and uh, I did a little investigation. And okay. so when we were little, I used to, we used to eat grappy ducks, which is kraut beer rock, which is a Nebraska food because there were, there were, I guess, Germans in Nebraska and they taught the, somehow my grandma learned how to make these things which are like a ground beef pie and so we were eating them the other day and i was saying oh i wish i had some soy sauce to put on and then i was like well, where did that come from and then we were talking about the the maggie yeah being the, the thing and apparently you would think that my grandma would be like oh well they used to eat it with soy sauce or something no apparently my dad figured it out on his own oh so completely independent of that he figured out the sauce that is the closest without actually being the correct sauce. So very interesting. Nice. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, Robin Hood, the cartoon. Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest. The movie? Yeah, it's a cartoon. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Just making it's, sure. It's getting remade. They're going to do it. Oh, no. Why? 3D CGI. No. Why? For Disney Plus. I don't know. And this is the problem is that. There's a very famous John Waters interview where he says that people need to stop remaking good movies 
and start remaking bad movies until they are good. And Robin Hood is one of my favorite Disney movies by far, because I think it has the best songs, it's got some really good animation in it, and overall I just think that it's one of the more charming, because it's it's one of the least like sanitized, yeah. over-the-top, family-friendly of all of them. Um, there's bad guys, there's real bad guys that you really don't like. Um, and so I'm very disappointed, and I'm definitely going to skip watching the new one. Not that I'm their target audience, but... <laughs> It's just, uh, yeah, they're yeah. they're remaking. Wait, what's it. a what's a bad movie that you would like them to remake? Oh man, there's so many. Well, like uh, off the top of my head, the the gate. No, sorry, uh, the keep. The keep. The keep. That movie, the keep, which is directed by Michael Mann, who people would know from movies like Thief and Forty Eight Hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, he directed a movie that is a horror movie about a a weird fortress in the middle of eastern europe and the nazis it takes place during world war ii the nazis take over the building as a fortress not realizing until they get inside that it's in fact a terrible fortress because it's fortified from the inside out and so they're kind of like trying to figure out what's going on it turns out that it was used as a um a place to keep a demon inside contained using these silver crosses. And at one point, the demon tricks one of the Nazis into pulling one of the silver crosses out of the wall. Um, actually, I think there's supposed to be aluminum in the movie, but he, he thinks it's silver because the demon tricks him into thinking it's silver. The point is, the demon is released and he starts killing all these Nazis. And it's yeah. a really very, very good movie. The problem with it is that it was supposed to be like a three-hour long movie, and he was forced to cut it down to an hour and a half. Oh, and wow. so it doesn't it doesn't really make sense as it is. But it's the the plot line is really cool. The demon is super cool. Overall, it's just a very good movie, but it is lacking in a lot of ways. And it should be remade into something. It could be a very, very good movie. Also, it has um, Gabriel Byrne in it, who's a great actor. And it's also got, uh, sorry, I'm trying to think of his name. Ian McKellen is in it as well, who is not, he's actually really bad in it. Uh, <laughs> Gabriel Byrne is great, but um, Ian McKellen is terrible in it. Gabriel Byrne? Is that that's the I'm actor? I'm not sure who that is. I think that's the actor. The I think he's Irish. I don't, I don't know. Probably, Whatever. yeah. I'm not he's good, good with he's good. actor names. Um, is a hot dog a sandwich? People have been asking this for like 10 years now. I, I don't consider it one. Well, but so maybe on a it's, a very, it's a very popular question online just to start fights. Is a hot dog a sandwich? And I had definitive proof that I got from the Betty Crocker t- cookbook at our wow. cabin in Montana, yeah. which said how to prepare hot dog sandwiches. <gasps> so I had like, it's a pretty, that's a pretty good source, right? Uh, anyway, they, I read it. I was, I saw the headline today of a news article that said, it's time to put the, is a hot dog to sandwich debate to, to bed forever. Kind really? of thing. I didn't click on <laughs> Did it. They read, I know that I know the truth. This what? is up to you to, to look into. Well, what about what what are those um things called that the you know we would go to that ramen place and there would be the side that was like the bun like the is it the bow 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 and it's connected. I feel like the hot dog bun is closer to that because it's not separate. But it's it's still between two two sides of call, bread. You don't call the bow a, a sandwich. Sure, I do. You do. I do. I don't think you do. I do. 
Um, <laughs> so I was thinking about it, and out of all of the birds that I have ever witnessed, the starling has my favorite mating dance of all time. The starling is the bird that everyone knows. You've seen it a million times in your life. It's a little kind of dark black, dark brown, almost black bird with gold-trimmed feathers. The feathers themselves have like an edging of gold to them, but they're just, you see them everywhere. The things that you see are like the little tiny birds, and then you see these larger blackbirds. And they're not actually native to Amer- the Americas. They were brought over by a guy who wanted to make sure that every bird that was mentioned by Shakespeare was in the New World. And he brought them all to Central Park in the late 1800s. And so he brought the starlings over from Europe, and they exploded, and they're all over the entire country now. And if you go outside and look at birds, you're probably looking at a starling or a robin or these little chickadee, whatever they are. I don't know what those are. Sparrows. There you go. And (laughs) so the, the starling has my favorite mating dance out of all the, or mating whatever, out of all the birds. They fly up. And this is even more than cardinals, which I love the cardinals. But they fly up into the branch. And they start, and then they stick their tongue out and they start like flapping their wings. Like they're doing the, if you've ever seen Sesame Street, there was a song that was called the Batty Bat. One, two, three, doing the Batty Bat. Do, do, Batty, 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 Bat. That's what they do. They're like flapping their wings like they're little bats. And they're like, and they stick their tongues out. And it's the least it's the least attractive mating dance I've ever seen, and I really love. Also fascinating. And I love that they're they're all out doing it like all day. Like anytime I go outside, there's one of them hanging around singing and doing this terrible little dance that they do. It's pretty funny. Um, Trader Joe's is getting into the fake meat market. Did you hear about this? Probably not. No, I didn't. They've got their own patty. <laughs> so Beyond Burger retails for $5 for two four-ounce patties of okay. whatever their stuff is made of. And Trader Joe's jumped in, and theirs has a lot more beet content. And so I was reading the article, and they cooked up Beyond Burger, Impossible Burger, and the Trader Joe's, right? Okay. And so the Beyond, no, the, um, the Beyond Burger was the one that looked most like a hamburger, like browned all yes. the way around. They look good. The, the Impossible Burger looked mostly like a hamburger the trader joe's burger was like bright pink it looked like raw hamburger because it's just beet like all they're doing is putting a bunch of beet into this mix to make it look more meaty it looks terrible and it's really tacky and has anyone said anything about how it tastes they said that it was the worst of the three no so bad job trader joe's bad job um did you ever see the movie the mummy the original, not the original yeah. one, the remake with, um, what's his name? Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Yeah, That's, absolutely. I was just thinking about that movie today. That's up there with like um, National Treasure and the first Fast and Furious as action, stupid action movies that I actually really enjoy. I think it's they're all just, really it's exciting. It's just fun. They're just a lot of fun. It's real I was just silly. thinking about it today because they were talking about uh, just how bad that series got. There's a lot of really bad oh, movies I in never, that series. I, so. I don't. I know I saw the sequel, but I didn't. I don't. No, remember the, the it. second one is fine. It's really? like when it, the Scorpion King is like. I never ugh, saw that. Just atrocious. So, oh. but yeah, the the that that first one is actually really entertaining. It was and fun. If you've yeah. never seen it, you should watch it. Watch it again. Speaking of movies, did you ever see this movie? It's a horror film called Cannibal Holocaust. Which one is that? 
don't ever go don't ever watch it don't even don't look at it don't google it don't nothing the only thing that i like about cannibal holocaust is that it has one of the greatest themes to any movie of all time that's the one that goes da 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 i sing that one all the time and you're always i know wondering what i'm singing that's what it is it's no no cannibal, you've told me before cannibal holocaust da 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 it's a very disturbing film. It was, um, for example, they rip a live turtle in half in that movie. There's a lot of like uh, simulated just gore, people getting ripped apart and that kind of thing. Anyway, they're going to make a video game out of it, apparently, um, which oh, is I'm interesting. sure some parents group is going to complain about that one. Probably, but it'll just increase the sales like it always does. Yeah. There was, I can't remember the video game, but there was a video game that actually hired their own protesters at some point. Really? It was, I feel like it was one of the Mortal, Mortal Kombat series. They hired their own protesters to gain more publicity and it worked. Um, Wait, why are we talking about Camel Holocaust? Oh, because it's oh, going to be a video, video game. game. Yeah, right, they're going right, to make right. a video Sorry. game based on it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I hope it, all I have to say is that I hope it has a theme because it has a fantastic theme. Wait, I'm... I'm uh, this is one of those times where you need to talk for a second. Okay. Um, I don't. All right. I didn't have much of a day, so I'm not sure what to say. All right. It should be playing now. This is. It's, it's playing a clip, right? Yeah. We're gonna get a copyright strike, even though we don't get those because we don't. We're not. We don't matter. I, I'm just. You know. Oh. It's a good theme. Anyway, Cannibal Holocaust. Don't watch it. Um, so Krakatoa is erupting again. I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Krakatoa is a volcano in the South Pacific that exploded in like 1884, I want to say, and oh, killed yeah. like 40,000 people. Oh, yeah. Um, it hasn't erupted since 2018. Uh, and it, this is like, Not a, that long ago. yeah, but this is like a major eruption. And so, uh, watch out if you're living near where, Krakatoa. Where, yeah. Who's living near there? Where is it again? It's, I think South Pacific, but. So are they concerned about it? Is it just whatever? I, I mean, it's probably whatever's going on in Idaho that caused the earthquake there is happening in Krakatoa. Yeah. Godzilla's going to appear, right? Godzilla. <laughs> um, we're kind of deep into the episode already uh i wanted to talk about my rice i received a lot of advice on how to, yeah. how to make a lot of uh, good rice and it came out very good today and the key which i learned is that i was putting too much water in i was following the instructions on the, the package and they're almost double the amount of water that i'm supposed to be giving it it's just no like feeding, just yeah. like feeding mookie the, the advice on the cat food package says I should be feeding her like twice what I feed her now. And she's already fat. She's a little fat cat. <laughs> and so I feed her half of what it says on the package and she's still fat. So um, we have another Mookie story coming up later. But uh, oh, man. so the rice came out great. I toasted it. I added a little bit of oil and then I added almost one to one. It was like one and a quarter to one ratio. And then I cooked it slow and I just let it sit, which I don't normally do. After I cook it, I just let it sit with the lid on for a while while I was cooking the chicken, and it came out great. I'm very happy with how it came out. Yeah. I cooked some beans with um, from scratch, like from dry beans. What kind beans. of beans do you make? I mixed, uh, we, had, we have our preserves here of beans, and so I was like, you know what, I'm going to just use some of these because the grocery store is very stocked. We don't need to keep a stockpile anymore. 
Um, so I mixed some black beans, some pink beans, and some Roman beans together. And I just made like a, a bean stew with, um, what did I mince in there? Garlic, onion, cilantro, parsley, just a bunch of stuff. And then I, you know, stewed it for a while. And it came out good, right? It's good, Tasted yeah. Good. I really yeah. liked it. Tasted good. Um, and then I grilled some chicken with just a simple marinade. So came out good. Uh, I wanted to talk about Rummy Cub, Rummy Cube. Um, it's stressing you out, apparently. No, the game's not stressing me out. It's everything else is stressing. I'm, I, you know, for unknown reasons that we don't speak of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've just been stressed out. But it's yeah. not, Rummy Cube is not helping with your stress, is what I'm hearing. Oh, but I'm having so much fun playing. I'm sorry I was Who's, stressed earlier. What, what are the scores currently for our Rummy Cube games? Um, We've like, played like six games, right? Like uh, like their rules, the correct rules. No, no, rules. no, because no, that doesn't make sense for two people. Oh, okay. Um, you're at fifty four points. Yes, and I'm at thirty six. And you got all thirty six points in one game. One game, the very first game. I've lost the following five games that we played to you. And I'm still just barely ahead. And <laughs> like I, I won once, and I only got one point. Right after all, it takes like forty five minutes yeah, to play. Yeah, because I've I've been really good about tossing my high numbers most of the time. <laughs> well, quit being good about it. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm gonna just skip this, but Mookie pooped and it was really gross. That's all I gotta say. It was disgusting. Yeah. All right. I had let's to, move I had, to pull, I had to extract it. Oh no. <laughs> um, I want to. I want to. This could be a new segment that I cover every single Friday because it's. This is something that I think about a lot. Okay. Songs that are played way too much on the radio, and here is my song for now. All right. And this is, might be controversial because it's a good song. I want to dance with somebody by Whitney Houston gets played far too much on the radio to the oh, point that I don't want to hear it. Much. I don't want to hear it anymore. Oh no, that's because it's played you. way too much. I agree that they play it more than they probably should, but I love it. It's it's played like seven times a day, if not more, on the radio stations that we listen to. That's how good it is! I, I can't stomach it. It's too much. It's too much. Anyway, um, last segment. This was our first virus-free edition of this show ever that we've done intentionally. The daily one, I should say. Yeah. Um, if people want to call us and comment on the show or any ideas for future segments, because as you can tell, I'm kind of just putting together whatever I can. Yeah. Uh, we have a phone number. But otherwise, I think that's the end of the episode. Oh. What are you going to do? Sopranos again? Yeah. All day, every day. Not the whole day. All day. See you. Every day. 